Here we go. Welcome to Forever Exiled, a Path of Exile podcast. I am Justin, a.k.a. Tags. And I'm Tyler, Wrecker of Days. Coughing right off the bat. Hey, you started like without even letting me know. What? It was like no, a surprise start. <laughs> Welcome to episode 76 of Forever Exiled. You guys are awesome. Thank you for listening. Big shout out to some new Patreons this week. As Azrin is a new one. And welcome back, Squeaky Toy of Terror. Thank you guys so much for supporting the podcast. You guys are awesome. And everybody else who supports it and just listens. You're all superstars. If you're curious what our Patreon is, you can find information down below. Biggest thing is it gets you access to our After Dark, which is our podcast after the podcast, where we talk more stuff and things. Sweet. Thank you guys so much. You rock. How was your week, Ty? I had a good week. I had a good week. It was, uh, I, I don't know what it is, but it's like, uh, I, was spring break two weeks for us? No. It was like one. It was one week. When I think we, we got like two school, days. Right? But no, it was, it was a week. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, no, we, we, we had one week, as far as I remember. When my kids started going to school not that long ago, it was like, what? They get two weeks? That's crazy. Now, I'm a stay-at-home parent, so that's that's no big deal. But, I mean, goodness me, that's got to be crazy for people with uh, where, where both parents work. So, anyway, I mean, they get two weeks off. And what do they get? So, this is their first week back from school. It's a four-day week. Mm-hmm. Like, right off the bat, they choose to have spring break whenever that is for whatever the reason. The very next week, it's Listen, only four days. Listen, school is hard for and kids, then they, Ty. They need extra time <laughs> off. And then, and then that very first week, they get Friday off, and then they're going to get the next Monday off. And then this is going to be another four... Anyway, I was laughing to myself. I'm probably going to offend a lot of people, but it's like no wonder kids cry every time they fall down. They're like babied it's like ridiculous. crazy now. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's insane. Uh, I got to give you a shout out, though, and thank you. You were um, able to go to ExileCon back in the day, which is awesome. And you were very kind and you brought me back a ton of stuff. It was very, very generous of you. But the end has come. For the horrible, but I secretly liked them, Celestial Socks. How? They've just been worn to the brim. My heels are poking through. Really? Yeah. Wow. No, it's okay. It's not a criticism. I'm just saying, like, their their time is done. I appreciated them, even though I hate everything Celestial. But I love the socks. So they're... I don't know that I've ever worn through a heel on (laughs) any pairs of socks. I just don't know how you do that. I don't think I ever have. Do you like walk it? Do you like it tele- teleported Jetson style to your car? Mm-mm. Weird. All right. And I just wanted to laugh about this. I've been trying to bring this up for forever and I could never find a way to squeak it in. So I'm just throwing it out there. But I've been starting to learn um, Minecraft. It was never really my game at all, but awesome family game. So fun to play with a family. And uh, my wife has always been into Minecraft. And so she was able to get the kids into it. Whenever the kids need help with Minecraft, I have no idea. I don't know the buttons. I don't know what makes what. I don't know what you can do or achieve or anything. They teach me the game. So, but I'm going through and I'm like trying to fix something or there's something wrong with their screen or controller and I'm trying to figure it out because my wife got to them first because I refused to learn Minecraft earlier on. My kids are non-inverted gamers. Oh, with the controller. Mm-hmm. E- I didn't failed. see the long-term failed. consequences of me failing <laughs> to enjoy Minecraft before I got a spouse, and now it's biting me in the butt. Now I am the only inverted gamer in my family, and I feel like I've wronged them. Mm-hmm. It's like... They're missing out. It's, 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 it's horrible. It, it's really horrible. So anyway, uh, I had a great week. 
full of, you know, regrets from, you know, 20 years ago or whenever Minecraft came out. Had to say goodbye to some celestial socks. I haven't thrown them out yet, but they're on their way. So I want to shout out my appreciation. And my kids cry because of two weeks of spring break and two, four weeks, school weeks after that. That's why they cry. How was your week? It was good. It was really busy. Bunch of crappy stuff just going on with work. But uh, that sucks. I started filling my time when I get a chance of if I because I've, I've actually like feeling great, but just work sucks. But part of that is just my lunches have been fantastic this week. And that's the only non-meat meal you have. And they're the fantastic ones. They're, they've actually been really good. Yeah. You're so yeah. willing. I, it's, you know what? It's good. But uh, I started watching Arrested Development again. Oh, the and first three? The first yeah, two? The good fir- for you. I'm literally still in the first uh, season because I haven't had that much time to watch it. But I laugh out loud <laughs> more at <laughs> that it, show. Yeah. It's so, And I've seen it so many times. But even just. Like the second episode might be one of the best episodes of all of Arrested Development. Like Job trying to throw away the letter and oh my goodness, oh man, yes. it's just Tobias. I think he probably makes me laugh more than anyone else in that show. <laughs> he's so good all the way through, even into the newer seasons yeah, that I don't really like. He's hilarious. I love even the very first. I knew I'd like it right at the beginning because Michael asked George Michael, he's like, "What's the most important thing?" And George Michael's like, "Breakfast." It's like, no, no, it's family. <laughs> yeah. Oh, sorry. I thought we were talking about food. Yeah. Just, it just slays me. And like, T-Bone, you burned down the banana stand? Almost definitely. Almost definitely. Yeah. <laughs> so, I, I just so love so how perfect. often Tobias like sings loudly things and it just cracks me up. <laughs> yeah. It's so. such a good, uh, good first <laughs> two and a half season. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Uh, so that's been my lunch for this week. I've been like watching 15 minute bits of of Arrested Development when I get a chance. And then I started playing Outrider and I oh, also right. played okay. some Last Epoch. It's fun, Outrider. I actually was hanging out a little bit with Chris today because I had pick up a couch and some chairs, which apparently we wanted to buy. And uh, <laughs> congratulations on your, on your purchase. Yep. Apparently our living room needed new furniture. And so he was helping me pick it up and I was telling him that it's cross-platform. Outriders? Yeah. Chris? Like our Chris? Mm-hmm. It's not his kind of game. Sure it is. What? Why would it not be? What have you pigeonholed Chris into playing? Because he's going to hear this, and I want to know what Tyler has pigeonholed our good friend Chris into. When's the last time he's ever played a game like that? It's a shooter. Just because your head can totally shooter, totally shooter, but it's it's not Red Dead. It's no GTA. It's totally different. Chris, are you hearing this? I hope you're hearing this, Chris. Tyler has pigeonholed you. Anyway, it's really fun it's very it's like it's borderlands destiny ish sort of there is Doesn't this sound like one red dead thing that well you wouldn't know games though if it's not path of exile you don't get it so i'm wasting my time talking to you about it but there is this one thing about the game that is bizarre to me and that is their cutscenes, and these are like in between mission cutscenes, or just as you go into a new area or you meet a new character they're fine the cutscenes are actually quite good the they added, and thank God they gave an option to turn it off, but by default, there is the most nausea-inducing wobble and shake to the camera all the time. Hmm. And it's not like it's like a, a, a head bob or like a gun bob, you know what on some games have? This yeah. is just like a, hey, let's just, we're just going to wiggle the camera around while you're going through different cutscenes. And I couldn't figure out 
why it was doing that, but wow. it was an option to, to smoothen that out. I was like, okay, I hmm. prefer smooth, but fun game. I like All it. Right. Is it a game that has replay value? Like, is it no designed idea. to be have an end game and a grind? Is it RPG? Is it just action? It looks like it's very Destiny endgame based where you get to a certain point of the story and then you're grouping up and doing like, or, or even um, The Division. Very much like that too. Like, you, Actually, it's very much like Division. Oh, okay. I like The Division. That was a slower paced. I mean, I didn't really take it too far, but I mm-hmm. went well past the campaign for a while and uh, that was a much slower you didn't have paced problems style with shooter. That. Was that third person though? It was third person. Oh yes, and oh, I've this seen is some person. footage from Outriders. Yeah, Outriders but it's busy. Third. It is. It's it is out Outlanders or Outriders. 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 It's busy like Borderlands. I have no chance. Even though it's third person, it is busy, shaking. There's so much happening. Even just the the graphics that happen when you hit a, a, a monster or a big enemy or something. It's very bright. It's it's more yeah, Borderlands. You probably to wouldn't me. be able to take it. That's true. Division was very slow. The first one was. I never touched the second one. Yeah. Anyway, now, is this Ubisoft fun. Outrider? Who is it? No. Who is it? I don't know who it is. I'm trying to picture the thing when it pops up, but I can't. I don't know. It's fine. The release has been good. You know what's nice about having a podcast, though? We don't have to look it up. Someone People will are tell gonna us. Let us know. Someone will let yeah. us know. It's going to be awesome. You idiots. It's wrong. It's <laughs> <laughs> this company. Uh, but that's cool. I'm uh, glad, but you like it? Yeah, it's fun. It's fun. And I played Last Epoch as well. Some more. And I got more into the end game with that one super fun it's basically just killing time until we get the announcement in next week like six days from now yeah we'll be dealing with that next episode yeah also happy easter to everybody listening to this if you care about easter yeah i I assume you at least get the time off or paid extra money but happy easter yeah in canada and uh U.S., I guess. I don't know who, however many else. I was hearing a uh, uh, Ukrainian broadcaster um, or someone who's from the Ukraine doing POE. Yeah. Talking about it, too. They they celebrate it there, too. But they don't say Happy Easter. It's, uh, I think it was, He is Risen. Is I don't think we say Happy greeting. Easter either. I don't think I've ever heard somebody say to me Happy Easter. But Happy Easter to everybody listening. How was your POE week? I didn't have one. Because, unfortunately, uh, console hasn't changed. They still can't handle red maps. And I'm actually... Just on a side note, not really kind of getting into it, but because GGG is such a good communicator, I'm kind of choked they haven't mentioned anything about it. Sorry, mentioned anything about what? Just the the, the unplay, literal unplayability of, of mm. last-gen consoles. Okay. I'm just very surprised. I've given it so many chances, even after what this. What would you want them to say? Let's say they don't have a solution right now. What would you, what would you want them to say? We're aware and we're working on a fix, like they've said for many other things that have been that people have simply whined about that it didn't even need to be addressed. They were simply like, maybe sure they need to be addressed, but they're not high on the priority list. They'll say things like, yes, we're aware uh, we're working on a fix and we'll have it published as soon as possible type of thing. So they haven't really said anything. Now we'll get to, there is a note relatively about that, but it was instigated by someone else a, a while ago. So anyway, we'll, we'll get to that in this week in POE, but haven't been able to play POE because of that. Um, but I did finish. This is uh, going back to our private league. We got to page seven. I got to page seven of the private league. Just that's, I don't I mean, I don't mean to brag thank you very much, but that's pretty good. Yeah, we will talk about our private league actually today. But that, yeah, you did all right. I mean, 47, Amazing. 47, 48, 78, something like that. I, 47. I, I don't really remember. 
but uh, so low. But I was actually kind of looking through and I want to see, okay, now when's this appointment or like when's this, um, when's their announcement coming out? I couldn't remember if it was this Friday or next Friday, you know, if I should wait to do notes before the podcast in case they announce something. Couldn't remember. And so I'm like, for some reason, it never clicked on me for me to click on the event calendar that's on their website. I didn't even know they had one. Like just in one of the, well, it's just on the drop down menu. You know, they have home and then you can click on your counter and then they have game pass of tree items, that kind of stuff. Well, there's a part for for item or for events. And I understand that this isn't actually an event, but I was thinking, how great would it be if their website had like a one-stop shop so that I could go to that event calendar and it would be like, hey, Friday announcement, teaser trailer, whatever. That'd be cool, right? A place where I can go. I'm going to their website, which is good for them. Just constant self-promo. And that's, yeah, this is, oh yeah, sweet. That's this day. Oh, awesome. That's this day. I don't know. What would you have during the leagues in that event calendar, do you think? It, there's nothing wrong with it being empty. It's been empty every single time I've remembered that it's existed. I don't think I've ever seen anything in it. Oh, so there is an actual calendar? Like it is a real, like it looks like an actual calendar? I can send you the link. Yeah, no, it's fine. It's, I'm, I'm no, just no, asking you. That's what it looks on like. on the Path of Exile website, just from their drop-down menus at the top. It's on the right-hand side. Go down. And it calendar. looks like a legit calendar and they don't actually fill it out? That's weird. No, it all it, there's only a small amount of text that says there are no events. Oh, I wonder if that was like from back in the day when they used to do all the actual events. Maybe, but don't, don't even get me started on them not even having time to fix that if they're not doing that anymore. Don't even get me started on time. But anyway, I just was just thinking, I was just thinking it would be cool if, you know, if they know they're having an announcement that day, have it in a calendar, right? If they know when their league launch and they've announced it, have it in the event calendar. I think that'd be cool. Yeah, guys. It'd be nice to have a POE calendar. Yeah. Anyway, that's that was just because of my uh, podcast prep. But uh, you didn't have a POE week, you said. It was last epoch. I didn't play, but we did have a POE week because we'll use my POE week to talk about our private league. Because we did all the finishing touches for that. So our league ended two days after we last recorded. It basically ended the day after this last episode 75 came out. It was a lot of fun. People had a blast. There were way more dead characters than we've had before. And it actually made me laugh because I was comparing when I was doing the post on our Discord for it. Last private league, you got to seven, no, 60... I don't remember what level you got to. I think it was 88 or 89. No, definitely wasn't. I'm pretty sure. 60-something or 50-something. It was, it was decent. It was close. It was, I was really close to... Um, I was delving post-campaign. Might have been close to 70. Then. It would have been in the 60. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Well, anyway, it was, it, was, it was reasonable. And we had 40 living accounts above you that finished because the threshold to get into the lottery was you had to have a character living above the level of Tyler's dead or alive highest character. Sure. And we had 40 accounts. And it made me laugh that this league, where you only got to 47, there were only 43. There were only three more accounts that had a living character above your 47. Yeah. That's after taking out the dupes. That's right. There's some people that just excel at this. But yeah, there were less. It was kind of neat. I like the extra life, man. I think it is such Do you? so fun. Oh, I wish this was the way it always was even more. And then you could have a 40% life mod for your private leagues on top of that. I think that's stupid. I think enemies need to be hard to kill. Imagine walking down the street. Would be easy. Just couldn't even kill an old person fast. Super easy. <laughs> 
it was it was fun. So we this time we did giveaways based on each ascendancy as well as five lottery winners. And first off, Toolburger, that guy's a machine. Like he got highest gladiator, highest slayer, highest level, deepest delve, and he stole a lottery win. Uh, <laughs> yeah, with all the all the randomness, it was the very last one too. It was the very last one. But yeah, no, people did people did really well. And uh, we have like mixed feelings with regards to the ascendancy thing. The thing that I do like about it, the way we did it this time, though, is we gave out 24 100 point packages to, I think, 20 people. I think there weren't there weren't that many doubled up that won. So it's kind of cool to be able to give more away to more people. Sure. And that, that was fun. But yeah, people did really well. Yeah. Congratulations, everyone. Whether you got into the lottery or not, whether you got an award or not, like good, good for you. It's a lot of fun to die lots. I'm, I am personally happy that many died, many sucked and many gave up. That is the point of extra life hardcore. Yeah. We crushed your souls. That was our goal. (laughs) (laughs) If you're listening and you were one of the winners and I don't know who you are on discord, just make sure you private message me on the forums from that account that won. And I'll make sure that I get you the legend status on Discord. Because some people, I don't know who they are. What forms? What did I say? You said forms. Message me on the forms. The official forms. The Path of Excel forms. Everybody got a message from me with their code. Just reply back to that if I haven't given you legend status. Because some people's names don't match the names that we see. So for me to know who to give oh, legend oh, status oh, to is really hard. So. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so anyway, it was a lot of fun. We had a really good time. Thank you guys for joining and playing, and uh, we'll obviously do it again in 3.14. No idea what the rule is. I ha- I like, so here's the thing. People had some great ideas in Discord for, you know, potential things we could try for upcoming leagues. Sure. Uh, there's, I think this, the, <laughs> for me, when I was reading them, I was like, great idea, never going to happen. Are things like, um, things that have to be tracked, like, if it would be lovely if grinding gear games gave us more information, but as it stands, we know top level for each ascendancy in class, top level overall, obviously, and deepest delve. That's yep. it. And yep. if it's not in that list of things, then it becomes we have to check it or the players have to record it. And then we have to check the recording. And that's a lot of work to try it's and a figure ton out. of personal time to not make a mistake on. The idea behind it's cool, but we don't stream this game, you know, like six days a week where we're already involved in Path of Exile. So to have to track that, unless somebody else, maybe, maybe we found something. But as it is right now, we're pretty happy with uh, this. It needs to be easy to easy to track. And so for us, it's basically whatever GGG is already tracking for us. Yeah, what they uh, make available. Because then there's nobody that can feel like they got you know screwed out of something or that we accidentally yeah. missed it's really it's hard available for us on to the screw site and everybody can see it then so that's why if people wonder why we keep going and that's why we tried this time to go with the ascendancy route was just to get more people to win yep. and it's a toss-up because some people liked they thought that the ascendancy made it too broad but the thing that we noticed with i don't mind actually just picking the class but it does come down to who has the most time is going to win. Whereas when you broke it across ascendancies, people who maybe didn't have as much time could look at it and go, Oh, that one's low. Maybe I can work my way up, but we'll see. We'll see for three fourteen. Anyway, thank you guys so much for playing. That was a ton of fun.
I'll be pushing for extra life in 314. Well, I'll be fighting back. We'll have to put that to a vote. I'll win. Mine counts for three. No. Mm -hmm. No. So, yeah, it was awesome. And thanks, everyone, for participating. It was uh, was fun to watch you all die. It was discouraging to see you pass me. And I hope if you play in 314 that you fail miserably. I I was just going to say that this, for some reason, there was something about this private league that really angered me on the hardcore side maybe i just wasn't ready for it because of stuff going on in real life but the death in that hardcore league really just set me off and was like all right i'm done yeah because i think the league before i had died once and then i still played again yeah and you did two characters in this one but by the second one i was like all right yeah i'm out well you've always had a beef with leveling in this game not necessarily like your first time for your first league but the re-roll factor for players that love the game and just want a map. You've always had a beef with that. And understandably, I don't, you're by no means alone. I think there's at least two of you. Um, no, I'm on board too. But the the more you play a game and it's still the same thing and that keeps eating every single time you level that eats at you, I could see over time until if it ever gets fixed, you doing less leveling. And every little factor, no matter what league it is, will impact that for sure. Yeah, I hope that is, I don't know, maybe it's just a POE2 thing or maybe it's a never thing, but we've talked about it before. Hopefully at some point they do something to make that leveling process more fun. Yeah. Make me do it once for sure at the beginning of a league, but then mm-hmm. F off and let me do it faster with the next one. Anyway. Now, last week, last Friday, was mm. PS4's Path of Exile's PS4 release date, two-year anniversary. Wicked, right, Just? Two Sweet. years. PSP. You remember the PSP commercials? I do. Shoot that thing, shoot that thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I still watch his stuff. He was so funny. He got sued by them, hey? It's still it, PS4 is as bad as Xbox. Like are, are the As far as I know, yeah. I don't have one. Yeah. So maybe we're at the also the new uh anniversary of when they cancel <laughs> PoE. <laughs> yeah, on, <laughs> for PS4. Yeah. No. Well, hopefully that happens at the same time. All right, let's talk this week in PUE. Can I go to the bathroom first? <laughs> yeah, go for it. Ridiculous. Oh, and for those yelling at us, it's Square Enix. Thank you, Squeaky. That's oh, yeah, it. Square Enix. Yeah, 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 okay. No more screaming at us. We eventually got it. I liked Square Enix. They, they screwed up um, one Hitman and Tomb Raider, but right after their releases apologized to the fan base and got back to their core and... Back in the day, I really liked Deus Ex. I never played the second one, but really liked the idea of what they were doing. And I love the story. It still sticks in my head, the ending. And just the world they created. I I like what they do. I like what they do. Now, give me a quick sec here. There's something. I'm hitting a lot of wrong buttons, but there's something I want to see here. So there was a, a note that I put in here that isn't Path of Exile related directly, but it is in terms of how Tencent invested in path of XL or grinding your games, I should say, and the community not quite understanding the value of that. Obviously, there's a lot of people that do. They're just going to be quiet. They're going to say, hey, way to go. And the Tencent thing's quite old. People rarely bring it up now. But so there's a, a massive company called Nexon. They just invested and they're going to invest much, much more, but they just invested $900 million in four major gaming companies. Bandai Namco, which is you know Dark Souls, so I'm super excited about that. Konami, Sega, and then Hasbro for toys and, and board games. And this was their statement here. 
They're eventually going to pour in $1.5 billion into entertainment companies that demonstrate the ability to develop and sustain strong, globally recognized intellectual property. The idea here, they, we believe companies with strong, well-managed global IP are often overlooked and undervalued in a market that is narrowly focused on introductions of new IPs. They basically go on through this article to say, we just want to give companies that we think have amazing integrity, put out great products, but don't have enough money. We just basically want to give them a lot of money so they can do all better at what they do and just leave them alone. We just want them to get better is basically the idea of this uh, of this article that I was reading about Nexon uh, investing into Bandai Namco and a few others. And uh, some people, when they invest in a company, like you have people like Microsoft or Electronic Arts, when they invest in a company, they're basically taking it over, trying to like just stamp their logo on it and make it theirs. They've run a lot of companies to the ground and changed how games work. I mean, look at Bioware, for example, on a great example for that with Electronic Arts. Or the company that made Fable uh, with Microsoft, right? Or even Halo, right? Companies just completely restructured or burnt to the ground. Whereas you get someone like Tencent, which is working exactly the same way as Nexon here. They basically throw money at the company. Yeah, they're getting some in return, of course, but... They throw money at the company and then they leave it alone. And uh, so I just wanted to point it out. There's companies out there that do it and they want to do it for the for the good of the game, good of the company. Yeah, yeah. I think I, I think I agree with you. I I don't think there's any of them that do it for the good of the game. I think they do it for money, and that's not a bad thing. That's how business works. But all of these, I think, what's cool to me when somebody does something like this, which same as Tencent, when they do it and they leave it to that company because maybe that company's already shown that they've been doing it quite well and they just need an influx of money. But in the end, Nexon, Tencent, any of these companies investing in another company, if, if they're not performing to make you money, then they're either going to take them over or shut them down. That's just the nature oh, of what, but it is cool. but it's because the, the company's already proven themselves to be sustainable financially, but the, there is so much potential there because of the heart or the product of the company. So it's still with good intentions. I mean, they obviously wouldn't invest in a bad, bad game, bad company, but yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyway, I just thought it was neat because it was a non, you know, GGG investment type of thing. So maybe people would hear it from a different perspective. You know what I mean? A game or a company they're less passionate about. It's the exact same thing that's happening, just different company, different games. Yeah, I, I, I'm going to slightly devil's advocate with you because I think you're too nice. And sometimes you just think the best of everybody, which isn't bad. But again, it's always going to come down to the financial side of it. So I don't think anybody invests in anybody else without some expectation in it. So I think it's See, great. I'm not <laughs> arguing with you on that. I really do think it's good. But I just know that they're not going, you know, these guys are just swell and they just need more money. They're going, hey, those <laughs> guys are making money we can buy into that, which is fine. That's nothing wrong with that. But what are you going to say yeah. about CD Projekt Red? Well, I was just going to say, I awesome. mean, well, no, I mean, you were talking about having goals and aspirations, investors, you know, expecting the quality and integrity of the product to be the return while they're getting sued by their investors. It's, I mean, still in process, of course, but anyway, yeah, tables can turn. But anyway, I thought it was neat. Maybe some of the haters for Tencent would, you know, hear this and see it from a different perspective but that's it so that happened i read that article this week don't remember when the actual investment happened but also 
in no patches still for PC since March 3rd. It is April 2nd today. It is one month, one month. It's April 2nd today, and there's been no PC patches since March 3rd and none since March 10th for the consoles. And that's that's we were so close to getting one too. So they had to push it back. So there was an announcement. Normally, I don't like to talk about patches like preview of patches until they're actually announced well we do talk about them you just don't like them but we talk i well i i want (laughs) to give them their due diligence after they've actually been released and applied but with this one here this is and now they were hinting at this or mentioning it on reddit just in small conversation and then officially announced it i guess because maybe things are getting louder i don't know but they're coming out with an engine patch to improve performance uh, this will have to do with s- texture streaming. Um, something about automated old minimap and shader data. Um, reducing GGPK fragmentation. You know, the stuff that I totally know about. So there's a whole lot of stuff for, for Max. Anyway, there's a whole bunch of stuff. Apparently, it's going to be a big improvement. They had to push it back, which is fine. I mean, you got to make sure it's ready. I had, um, I, and this is really cool because it never happens to me. And just as like a, not as a complaint, I think it's just exciting. But I, uh, I responded to this tweet that they did for this announcement. And I said, I don't know what most of this means, but I'm excited for the performance improvements. Does this impact console? And they, GGG, responded. I was excited. And they said, yes, we expect this patch to result in improvements for the consoles as well, but we don't have a timeline on its deployment deployment for those platforms. So we were basically on a first-name basis at that point, so that was, that was pretty exciting. So no, but that was neat. So it is coming for console as well for uh, you majority console listeners, but hopefully engine performance changes everything. And hopefully it's before 3.14 for console. It's kind of vague, so you don't really know, like, with regards to where you'll see the improvements, but anything's an improvement, especially recently. I don't really, the client crash, I haven't had issues with the crashing. It's been, and it's not even the performance is bad. We've had this conversation too. You've had really poor performance, and I've just had noticeably, like, why did I just drop down to 30 frames performance? So I'd be curious to see what they do. I do like this, the one about the renderer system where, it's been made 15 to 20% faster. Ooh, cool. 15 to 20% faster, <laughs> which doesn't necessarily translate to a performance improvement. I was like, oh. And then <laughs> anecdotally, it seems like it's around 5% faster. I was like, what? <laughs> I don't know how to take that, but okay, I'll take 5%. It's faster, <laughs> but it's not. But if you really think about it, it's a little bit faster. Anecdotally. Anecdotally. It might be. Anyway, it'll be cool once it eventually comes out. I I was thinking about the whole idea of them coming out with this patch and then realizing there was something bad enough and then holding off because they knew it was a, a long weekend coming up. And maybe. I think that's good. No, what do yeah. you mean? Maybe that's literally. Is that what they said? I don't remember. Yeah. Oh, okay, it's because cool. it was right before their holiday weekend because it's Easter. And so they decided not to deploy it because it was a bad enough issue with this patch. Happy Easter. So I thought that was good. I'm curious. I hope most people were fine with that too. I didn't pay attention because I don't check that stuff much anymore, but let the dogs bark just the boat is sailing on, right? Train, train. (laughs) Hey, speaking of F1, I watched an F1 race at 8 a.m. I woke up at 8 a.m. our time to watch the very first F1 2021 Bahrain 
F1 Formula One race car driving race. <laughs> That's the From official start term. To finish. Actually, to be honest, I got on at like 8.05 our time and they had already done the very first lap, but then something oh, happened with Perez and they had to reset. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. I can't believe that, Just. Well, I'm, I'm, yeah, I got the you- subscription. And I'm going to watch them. I've got a list of which ones can I watch live. And Good I'm doing it. Good for you. Yeah. Good for you. It was you. fun. Night, it was fun to watch Sexy live. race at night, hey? Oh, yeah. It's so much cooler at night. Oh, they, they and their money. They, oh, it's just, it's a, it's a good looking track. It's pretty new. It's only been around for a few years. Yeah, it was fun to watch. Had some stuff I had to Google during the race, though, because I didn't know the teams and trying to figure out, like, where did my, where did Renault go? And yeah. Yeah. It was fun. No, good. good. I don't know I'm how that came liked up. It. Not sure what that, what just triggered me for that, but. Yeah, no, I can't. I watched uh, it. Engines. <laughs> Engine improvements? I think that was it. Yeah. Anyway. Now, this is Badger. He does, po- is that with Yoji, right? Yeah, they do Inspire yeah, Learning. So fellow, fellow podcaster got interviewed by GGG. I haven't actually had a chance to click on it yet. It's been a nice and relaxing week, but it has been busy. And so I'm excited to read about it. I like those interviews that they do with people, hearing how what life is like for them wherever they live in the world. So... He's a streamer and likes to do, he does some uh, does videos POE. Yep. that are very like as leagues release sort of guesses as to what the next league might be. Cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm excited to read about him and maybe check out some of the links and self promo that they could do if he did. They also had more fan past fan art show up. I always like to scroll through those. Those were awesome. They're so good. They, oh man, oh, I like seeing the God. old ones. I'm I'm actually quite glad that they're, showing us some of the older fan art because it really wouldn't show up anymore unless you were just one of those people that would actually favorite it to look back at it. I'll definitely be putting some of it on YouTube. They're crazy good. Yeah, pretty cool. I like the one. There was one that reminded me of PUE too, even though it's quite old because it was like she was, it was a talisman picture, but it's basically a lady with wolf pets. And to me, I'm, I'm like, there's gotta be a beast minion person like a natural minion person you need tree ants you need like wolves and bears and stuff you have the corpse one so now we're gonna do the. that's enough and no more minions we don't need anything else oh we need we need more so many more it's gonna be great um what else was there there was kind of a nice announcement that has all your poe2 links in one page which was nice so it was a reminder of all poe2 reveals so far so you know, getting us going for whatever announcement they have coming out. Because remember, the teaser next week is going to have... That was quite confusing last week. Remember, they had the 314 trailer and then it was just POV2. And you weren't quite sure what you were watching. So I'm excited for all the teaser stuff now that it's all figured out. Yep. Yeah, the the POV2, everything revealed so far forum post to me is a bit fluff, but that's fine. But it also... What, what are they going to show on, on the 8th? That's POE too. If you've talked about this now and you're putting up this post telling people like, oh, this is so far. And then there's tweets going out there from GGG staff regarding this upcoming live thing. Like I'm trying to figure out in my head, what can you show from POE two that's going to appease the people who are like, you only showed us this. You know what I mean? Like, (laughs) Are we going to get to see some classes, some ascendancies? Uh, I don't know. I don't see them showing more acts. I think they'll. I think we'll only ever see that act one part that we've seen until release. I don't see them showing more acts. I hope they don't actually show gameplay 
Like I like the actual campaign. And I know you and I aren't levelers, right? But it is cool to experience. Speak for yourself. It. We're pro. I, I meant enjoy leveling. <laughs> okay. Well, if it's a new story, maybe. But right. Yeah. So that's the thing. Like when you're going through a story for the first time, it's neat to see, especially if they're actually gonna stick with if I'm remembering it correctly, giving yourself choices as you go through. They said they're definitely going to have one that's kind of like the bandits where you do have to make a choice and it's going to have typical rewards as well to, to match that. So you're not screwing yourself with whatever campaign, but they, they, there's something in my head that's telling me, I haven't seen the videos for a long time now where they were going to like maybe make some of the choices or quest decisions you make have be a little bit more impactful. Anyway, whatever the way is, I'm excited to see it, but I like to see it for the first time when I'm playing it. So I hope there's not actually a lot more of that campaign, but I would love to see new skills or I'd love to see, you know, if they just had a random, like in your hideout or something. I, I hope it's ascendancies. I, oh, I hope so too. Don't show me skills. There's not, Hey, but I don't think you can start ascendancies until you've really got your game nailed down. Like even when they're revamping ascendancies here it, for these leagues, they're revealing those pretty late. And even sometimes if it's revealed a week before league launch, there's still some changes that happen. Yeah. And I'm not saying reveal any details of the ascendancies, but maybe just reveal some of the ideas behind some of these ascendancies. Cause I don't want to see a skill that we're not going to get to play for two years. <laughs> Cause that's realistically <laughs> probably close to the timeline, if not longer. So I don't want to see this skill and be like, Oh my God, that looks so good. And then I got to stick with what we got for now. So I was just kind of curious though, what, what is it that they show in, in, this release that's going to appease people on the poe too while you also have to maintain the fact that you've told everybody alpha is not starting till 2022 sometime uh, or beta sorry and so who knows when the full release will be so i don't know i'm just kind of curious like what do you show people that's not going to have i i you're not going to win no matter what i guess people are going to complain no matter what but yeah, it'll be interesting to see what they show i saw another article about poe uh this week just randomly show up in my newsfeed. And as I was reading it, it was either their dates are incorrect and they haven't gotten the most recent update or they know something that they shouldn't be saying because they were saying that beta is going to be in Q4 2021 and the release is going to be in Q1 or Q2 for 2022. Let's say it was true. Can you imagine that they would be able to beta test an entirely new game in one quarter? <laughs> There's no way. They There's don't even no know what way. alpha is. Yeah. Right. I just maybe to the same level that we've seen them beta test league launches, but you're not beta testing an entire new game in one quarter. But maybe the game is so solid, they're just stress testing for crashes. You think? No. You think? Probably. The one good thing, sorry, I will say, I'm just going to interrupt you for a second. The one thing I will say is there, you will have in the case of PoE2 being beta tested, way more beta testers because they're going to be opening it up. So you will be able to probably stress test it a little bit more than you could with your own staff. But the idea of a quarter four beta and a quarter one release, is, I, there's no chance. Just let, it, just let it rain, Just Just let it happen. We don't want it to be bad. It has to be a really no, good release. Not. But it's going to be so solid. We don't have to worry about that. Well, you're right. It's just going to be crash testing. It's just going to be crash testing. Just stress it. This is a little bit old, but I wanted to bring it up. I didn't want it to just go by the wayside. So 25 days ago, Dolan on Reddit said, uh, I just noticed that Nearby has a little brother now. 
So this is Primal Aegis is one of the new keystones in the Elementalist Ascendancy. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll just read it, but then I'll point out the part where it's, you know how nearby is a, such a vague term. Yep. So we just noticed that nearby has a little brother now. Primal Aegis says, Elemental damage from hits taken. Hang on, I see, I can't even read it properly. Elemental damage from hits taken from this Aegis before your light. I don't even know how to read it. So anyway. Do you want me to read it for you? Yes, please. All right. Primal Aegis. Elemental damage from hits is taken from this Aegis before your life or energy shield. The Aegis will be restored to full value if you take no elemental damage from hits for a while. For a while. Love it. Not recently. Not a specific duration. And Mark underscore GGG has one, two, three, four, five replies to this. Mm -hmm. It's kind of funny. Like a lot of the times when he responds, it's really, really cool. But then there's just some times where it's he's been behind the scenes too much that he forgets what it's like to be a gamer. It seems like because there's some times where. I don't know, like uh, someone who's just playing the game would would just get it a lot more than someone who's worked on the game for so long would be because there's no rules to it. It's just the convenience of actually knowing what the heck is going on. And for a while, apparently, is supposed to be vague. That can be such a determinist, a vague number. It can change in so many different ways. It's not meant to be something to be relied upon. So that's why they kept it vague. And to me, that's crazy. In POE, nearby, for a while, all that kind of stuff, that's like, nah. Like, it should be like last epoch and let me hold alt or a button over top of it and tell me what the F that means. It should not be vague. The idea of something like that being vague, if they think that that's right, I just think they're wrong. And, and tell me what it is. Like, well, I don't understand. What's the problem with telling me it's four seconds? Why is there something wrong with me knowing that it's four seconds? Right. It's not a scalable number. You can't do anything to reduce it. So why not just say or, or just take it out and be like, Four, four seconds. I don't get it. His response was the buff texts are just little hard-coded strings to give a quick idea of what a buff or debuff is doing. They're not intended to be comprehensive and trying to make them be so would be a large amount of work for little gain because most people would never read them. And that information is already available to, available to players and easier to read forms in more appropriate places. What is the more appropriate place than on the skill itself? It should be in the game, and that should be the only appropriate place. Let me just read this one to you, Ty. Here's Primal Aegis. Elemental damage from hits is taken from this Aegis before your life or energy shield. The Aegis will be restored to a full value if you take no elemental damage from hits for four seconds. Oh, okay. Why is that hard? I, I have zero questions now. I have zero I questions. I just don't understand what they... What the argument is to say that, that it shouldn't be like that. It seems silly to right. me. It's not intended to be comprehensive. That's the wrong game. No, that's not right. That should not have been said. That seems crazy. Well, I mean, but he gives some fantastic answers in so many different posts. I'm so surprised. And he responds to this stuff like when he's in bed. I've seen some of his comments and be like, sorry, I was in bed when I was writing that. Let me, you know, like he'll edit it the next morning because he realizes he said something that he wished he didn't or said it wrong. and. It's weird to me to think that it's a lot of work to fix that because um, it already is coded into the game for what that duration is. So why not just change the text to match that? POE and vague should never coexist. No, it's not a vague game at all. 
No, no. It's a min-max game, and min-max game needs... Well, and it's also not fair to make some assumption that like a, pl- a normal player, new player coming in is just going to be able to figure it out where and how. That's not in anything. There's no documentation that shows that. <laughs> it's not in their help section, that's for sure. You literally have to Google it and just go, okay, well, Reddit said so. Oh, wouldn't it be glorious, Justin, if you could go into the game, maybe in your hideout, and if you were going to change your AOE of something, it showed it to you? Wouldn't that be amazing if you could be like, wow, this is what, you know, 25% increased AOE would do to my RF skill or something. Wouldn't that be great if you could see it in game? Wouldn't that be great? Well, RF, you kind of can, can't you? By turning it on. Um, no, like I'm, I'm saying like if you were to hover over, let's say you had the passive tree on, I, oh, I, mean, I, I guess see, like what that screen sure. or yeah, or, you yeah, know, like with different skills, it would actually show you, or even just, even if it had like a radius unit there, that'd be great. Agreed. I mean, path of building does, but to need, path, that's a different story. And we did that like 20 episodes ago, but to need POB to me. And we agreed that you should. Always need it. <laughs> no, we didn't. So anyway, that was this week in POE. A couple things from, you know, a week or two ago, but some pretty cool stuff in there. I'm excited for the engine patch, especially for console. Squeaky Toy of Terror had a suggestion for us, and that is to have a conversation regarding Atlas passives. I think we've talked about this a little bit before, but the thought and the idea is, should they change? Will they change in between leagues? So will they take the Atlas passives no, between regions, each league. Right. Between leagues. Well, that's literally just change. I'm just talking oh, about changing you, oh, in general. So, oh, yeah, yeah. Will sorry. they move them? Will they do whatever? You know, will they change spots? Could they go to new regions? Would they repair them with different ones? My vote is 100% yes. I, it, they already have the ability to completely, and they do, mix up the Atlas every league, move maps to different spots, different tiers. Uh, I totally see them using this as another thing because, and I, I actually would prefer them to do it because I don't like the idea of people going, well, I'm going to go do hay work because I want to focus on harvest. I would rather that be switching each time and the maps that you're picking are different and the zone you're in is different. So I would be really surprised if they don't. I'm curious to know how much they'll actually change them in the sense of saying like this one, we're not going to use anymore, or we're going to bring in a new idea. Or we're going to change the value of something. That part I'm really curious about. But the idea of them moving, I 100% think they're going to get jostled around. I, uh, I'm, I'm on the same page with you. I, I also hope that they get jostled around. This is coming from a casual gamer. So this league isn't really a fair assessment for me because performance was so bad on my primary platform, uh, Xbox. Xbox One, not the Series X. And I... So I didn't get to put in as many maps as I normally would, but still, despite performance, um, I still probably put in 30 maps before I'm just like, you know what, I'm just going to wait. Hopefully they fix it, but I actually can't play it. Like I'm wasting my, my resources by playing with this condition. So, but I did put in about maybe 30 maps before that happened. And for a casual gamer, that's quite a few evenings, right? Like when I sit down to play POE, you know, when I'm talking with people on on Twitch and I'm doing my stuff and I'm making decisions and like I take my time in my inventory and like redoing my maps and stuff. So in a two hour session, I'm doing five, six maps. That's just the way I like to play. And so for me to do 30 maps is quite a few different weekends. And for me, I didn't see one item 
that let me re-roll my Atlas passives. So for me, I would love the Oh, ability, you mean the one that lets you, like the actual orb that lets you take back a point? Right, right, that lets you take back an Atlas passive. And so for me, just from that perspective, as a casual gamer, it would be nice to try new content. Even if I am one of those people like, well, I'm going to do this region for this type of um, investment, whether it's Legion or Harvest or whatever. I'm going to, let's say I am that type of player. Well, as a casual gamer, that's probably never going to see that orb or only going to get one or two. It would be nice to have that refresh each league so that I could try something out, even if it didn't get all rearranged. So here's a question for you. You're a standard player and let's say you're only a standard player. And you've built your atlas and now you've got your points into the tree and the new league comes out and that means that the things are going to get jostled, which I imagine is also a core change. Do players get all the points back to respec wherever they want? I, I would assume so, because as a standard player, your passive tree for your character gets a free. It's just been a guaranteed thing. But that's only if I started playing. No, it's every single time, even if no changes have been made. Every league you get now free, they do that? Every, every oh, league you get. And it's it's been like this for leagues now. Because it used to not be like that. It used to be just if there was major changes, then you did. And it was always weird to figure out like what is a major change. Although I'm going back like way back. So. And it has been so long that console now on Xbox has been out for over three years. And there was one league where the respec didn't happen. And so I'm like, oh. Maybe it is only when they do a major revamp. So I spent, you know, about 50 regrets fixing a character for the sake of a guide and redoing it, doing the guide example. Two days later, they come out with an announcement. We're sorry, Xbox community. We didn't realize the free respec wasn't in there. It should be in there every league. So it was kind of neat to have that confirmation. That was post 3.0 because I don't think the game was out pre 3.0. And um, so it is something that they do every league. And so you know the fact that they don't is is quite old but if they do then i assume you would get it yeah i yeah i hope it's treated the same way as your character passive tree um it is nice to just make sure even if it's just one or two things you want to change you know what i mean like you love what was it you were really excited for the the blue guys what are the blue ones called big blue circles um b b b binger harbinger harbinger uh, you knew it was the so whole much time. fun not to say. Oh, it. you're such a prick. <laughs> so anyway, you like Harbinger, but it just didn't work out the way you want. Let's say in the patch notes, there's nothing that shows that they're going to spread out. It's just going to be a big right in one spot. Well, maybe you'll want to respec out of it, but not everything else. And I like that. I, I, I hope they do. I hope they do. And I hope they actually do look at the details as well. I'm sure they do. I'm sure that would be a big priority for them you know, changing values, not just of harvest. I totally right? like think they're they doing, yeah. but I, I really hope they do because you, you want to make all that content just as exciting as the other one. Right. And I like you and I, we hate Alva and all of Alva's content, but people that love Alva and then love the same content as us need to see that there's equality within them. Right. There's an equal value to doing both. So I just love the idea of the Atlas being different every league. It's all for me. That's always been fun figuring out where did they move some of the maps I like. And now where did they move some of the Atlas passives that I'm looking forward to? I, I really do hope that they reshuffle them, but I really hope there's a lot of thought. And maybe this will kind of force them to put more thought into the Atlas each league because I'm, I'm a fan of the favoriting system that they have. And I, would, I used to, when I remember, and I still do when I remember on league launch, um, I set my favorites 
to the hideouts, the rare hideouts that you can only find in maps. Mm -hmm. And I set them up so that those are the maps that I'm favoriting so that I can hopefully unlock them all. And then I can, you know, favorite the maps that I actually like later on. And what I've been finding through that process is that in some regions, there's three maps that have the rare hideout in one region. And then there's other regions that have absolutely none. And I find that now I don't know how it's actually done. And maybe they've just forgotten about rare hideouts. But to me, that doesn't make sense, especially with a favoriting system to have well, they added some. So they clearly haven't. Right. But it's like it just looks like they just throw them all in a hat. Right. And then they just throw it out there. And that's the way that it is. And especially with the attention to detail, like the Val City map, is that what it's called? Val City not being required for favorite for favoriting a map right like in terms of the unlocking but then they you know, all of a sudden it's gone like that kind of lack of attention to me hopefully i guess it adding these atlas passives that you have to focus on otherwise it completely changes like the actual community and just like the whole trade and everything um hopefully it forces them to pay attention to all those details because uh i still want to unlock my favorites Mm -hmm. or my hideouts yeah i i think it'll change i'm i'm i would be really surprised if they were like all right that's just a permanent thing yeah i don't think that'll happen for for squeaky squeaky sake here do you see any benefits to keeping it static none none at all i don't think there's a benefit to that at all what the, there's not i don't see what benefit there would have besides and I don't think it's a benefit to have people knowing that, okay, I'm always going to play this region if I want to focus on this part. What if it became, what if they did, GGG put a lot more attention into which maps and which layouts were for which Atlas passives, right? Like there's some maps that are horrible for Legion. Some are fantastic. There's some that are horrible for Abyss and some are fantastic. So what if they started putting certain layouts with certain atlas passives but then kept those atlas passives in that region so that you'd always have like for the most part your optimal maps for those optimal types of map content my concern is that that's subjective you're you're it's based on somebody's opinion oh, as to true. which ones might be better than others and i still think i would rather have the choice of them just going uh, of me picking now do i like running this map with legion and also in a region there's a lot of maps to pick from. I'm not limited to just like if I if I elite if I'm going to run Legion, it's only going to be on this one or two maps in a region. I've got like you know ten maps in a region or fifteen maps in a region. Once I've got my conquer, yeah, I don't even know what it is. I wonder what. Yeah, it I is. don't know what the average is, but there's it's it's pretty likely that there's always a couple maps per region that you could run with any of the things. So I I don't th I can't see a single benefit to leaving it normal and not ever changing i don't like that idea at all i would be really really surprised if they went that route that honestly that would seem really lazy to me huh to not change it and i actually think that not only should they change that but they should also repair them like literally move them all over the place yeah so yeah yeah sure sure maybe keep the branches the same but it just gives them something to call a new part of this league you know what I mean? It gives them one more thing to be like, hey, this is the new way that this league is. And I think that's good. It does. I, I could see that adding a lot of replayability to the constantly returning diehards for sure. Yeah. It's a lot for me, like as a as a casual player that 
I wish I got to touch it more this league. Um, but maybe next league I'll be able to more, but it's a lot for me. Like I'm looking at it and I'm like, okay, I got two points. And I'm like, oh man. That's fun though. I'm, I should not, I should never broadcast because I'm gonna be half an hour figuring Why this you out. Do that anyway? I don't want to do one map. <laughs> yeah, shut your face. I wanna I don't want to do one map in this region by accident without my Atlas passives and my sextants going and all that kind of stuff. That was my favorite part about building the Atlas. This league was the very beginning, just wanting to get those first two points in every area, just so I could check them out. I, it made the mapping feel so, so it was just, I don't know why, but it was much more exciting to know that I had just impacted all of the maps in the region I was going to be playing. Yeah. And I love the idea that that will change every league. That I'll go into this in this zone and be like, okay, this is what they're putting in here now. And maybe now my race course or whatever this map is, is going to, well, I mean, because they move them around anyway. It, would, it just wouldn't make any sense to be static. You keep nothing else in the Atlas static. Why, why, why keep that part? So, Well, squeaky toy of terror, you, uh, you got two guys that agree with each other right off the bat. You didn't, you didn't get any counter argument on this one, but uh, I, I think it needs to change. I, I concur. I concur with J-Dog. Never happens. All right, I think this is going to be a good spot for us to wrap up episode 76 of Forever Exile, the Path of Exile podcast. Thank you guys so much for listening. I am Justin, a.k.a. Tags. And I'm Tyler Recker of Days. We will catch Patreons in After Dark. Everybody else will catch you in episode 77. If you're looking for more information, our website down below, foreverexile.com. We're on Twitter, foreverexile82. Discord link down below. Everybody in there is awesome. Come pop in. And if you're looking for more information on our Patreon, link for that in the merch store as well as down below. See ya. Everything is awesome. <laughs> you remember that? I haven't seen that movie in forever. That's a good one. That's a good one. <laughs>